Oh, so this girl is tall. Ish. What? It's pretty She's tall. tall. What? She's probably like 5'9". Taller than That's, me. That is pretty, pretty tall, tall for, for a girl. For a I know it's tall for a yeah. Japanese person, but Jesus. They're like, oh my god, she's. I think that's taller than everybody in this, in this, in this. It's not my podcast. fault, okay? It's not my fault, okay? I'm not. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> not for like lack of throwing, trying. You're throwing. <laughs> you're throwing that out there, like it's like, oh, she's so <laughs> short. But like, we're like, wait, she's taller than everybody else here. No, but like everything under 180 centimeters, like I don't care. <laughs> you only like like tall women, is that what it is? No. <laughs> tall, tall should start at six feet to be five nine. It's like, okay, you're above average, but so what? So a six foot woman is basically what you're saying is the the Trump. Like that's the yeah. only thought like the only yeah, time that a woman gets her attention. Hello and welcome to episode three of Dropping the X and Unofficial Hunt What the hell did I say? Three? Yeah. Sixty <laughs> three. <laughs> It's technically episode two of Dropping, Dropping the, the Six at Unofficial Hunter Hunter Podcasts. My name is Dame Dr. Foxy Brown, and I am joined by my two regular co-hosts, whose names I clearly don't care about or have forgotten. It's okay. We don't like them either. Well, I know you don't like yours. It's lame. Yeah, it's my. You may not be able to remember it, but I know it's. Lame. I could take a leave, by, <laughs> honestly. That's why I have like a hundred of them. What names or numbers? Names. Really? How do you have how do you have a hundred names? I don't use them all here. I just because I mostly use like the ones that you people would recognize me by. But I have like a bunch of other screen names. Really? Yeah. I think Chains and Guns yep. was one. Chains and Guns. Uh, Ed the Crimson. Beast of Ed Crimson. Crimson Beast of Terror. Crazy. Beast of Beast. Lots of dumb things. You should totally introduce yourself like that from now on. Beast yeah. of Beast, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah, Beast of Beast, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah. Ed the Crimson, a.k.a. Chains A.k.a. Guns. A.k.a. Big Fat Food Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. And we're also yeah. joined by our doctor of Bass, Backer Than My Podcast. Thank you. I, I, was, I, don't, I don't know yes. where I was going with that. I can Thank drink you. a whole Fennessy Hennessy fit. Some call that a problem, but I call it a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Your time to perfect the beat. Okay, go ahead. What are we doing? Uh, we right. have some news to talk about, I think. I'm looking up we... exhibit lyrics. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, maybe we have some kind of big news. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, the shocking announcement was revealed right after we recorded the episode, too, which was... Oh, so Which much I, fun. I could have told you it was going to happen. Well, yeah, but it's just, I don't know. It's always, you know, as a Hunter Hunter fan, you know, if someone says shocking news, you always brace for the worst. But. In retrospect, the worst wouldn't be all that shocking. Like, this is literally the most shocking thing they could do next to, oh my god, guys, that manga's back. Yep. Yeah, like, that's true. Shocking thing number 1.2. Yeah, we're actually going to make more of it. Oh, okay. Cool. That is shocking. I kind of just assumed that that was going to happen from the very beginning, because it would have been fucking pointless to do this without thinking about going further than we're already left off. Let's retread old waters, and then let's go home. Yes. <laughs> what we were actually planning to do is do the exact same show, and then stop in the exact same spot. Don't worry, we have two arcs finished afterwards. We don't care. We just want your money. 
basically the manga or the anime is going to be adapting the Chimera Ant arc starting on April 21st. It will retain its original time slot. So obviously Sunday mornings <laughs> are not necessarily the best time for all the amazingness that happens out of this arc. It's the best Whatever. time to teach children how to feel yes. and then take yes. that away from them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I've never loved before like this. Oh my god, I can never love again. Yep. <laughs> and I'll teach them to not be lame or they'll get eaten alive. Yeah. Yes, make them learn while they're yep. young. Lameness is a disease. Is okay. So no big surprise, of course, right? Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was really no big announcement. I mean, we have the screen grab basically showed that Kite is back. And or, no, no, not back. He never appeared. <laughs> Don't call it a call. Okay, he's new, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's new. I suppose uh, we saw his character art. It looks like and, picture of Jin again. Yeah, the one that looks nothing like he does in the opening of this. Of, of Great Island. I swear, he designed this picture of Jin, and then he was like, okay, let me draw him a different way and pretend that nobody knew this first picture. Right? <laughs> it's like, maybe the hat look... You know, no, 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 he looks nothing like that. Even though you try to put the hat on him this last arc. And then, the second piece of news that we got was that... Someone want to help me with this person's name? Shuichi Ikeda. Is, yeah. He's going to voice uh, Kite in the anime. And he is known for, uh, Char. he played yeah. Char in yeah. Gundam. And an interesting bit of fact is that Keiko Han, who is Megumi Han's mother, played Char's tragic love interest. Megumi Han being the voice actress who plays Gon, in yeah. case you don't care about yeah. stuff like that. And Keiko Han ends up voicing Mido, <laughs> which yes. is funny. Like, it continues to be funny every step of the way. Uh, but like, we found the only out way that... it could have been better was if Ikeda was voicing yep. Jin. Then it would be the best. That would have been funny, but this works mm-hmm. just as well. Mm-hmm. And she hated this guy, too. Yeah. By Probably. contrast, yeah. Or by association. Yeah. Yep. And the whole taking her mm. son away thing. But anyway. according, according to this piece of news, we know that when the current... Uh, anime premiered, Ikeda sent Megumi Han a handwritten letter thanking her for bringing back memories of his own debut. And he's actually been giving her uh, his impressions and advice as he's watched the anime. She says that Ikeda is like a father to her, so she is happy he can voice a father figure to her character. Again, the the Gundam comparisons continue to make me laugh. Yep. Because Char is a gigantic pedophile. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and Lala was so not of age. Yep. So this makes things even funnier. Mm-hmm. So it's like their 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 offspring ends up becoming <laughs> the advi- like the kid that he has to advise in the future. Yeah. Uh, huh. Oh, never mind. Okay, go. I mean, in real life, this would be like something on Mori, but yeah. like, yeah. Since this is just voice actors and anime, it's okay. Uh, the fact is, I really like the fact that Shuichi Keita is super, super cool about, you know, like, I'm guessing that Keiko and Han and, and him were at least good friends post-Gundam. For him, I mean, to, for him to be like, hey, your daughter is starting up this show, at least let me give her some advice and, you know, give her, like, a nice little pep talk or whatever. You know, I mean, the dude's like, the dude has not done a role that I can't say is bad. Like, if anything, yeah. like, He's goddamn Shanks in One Piece. He's Char and 
everything Gundam. He's gonna be kite now. I don't know what, what I can't like. There, there's a bunch of stuff. He was dark helmet. He was dark helmets. Yes, in, in, in Gintama. In Gintama. Mm-hmm. Wait, was he mind. was he dark helmet or was he Monday Elizabeth? I don't remember. He was dark helmet. Okay. Monday Elizabeth was the voice actor for Amuro. Yes. Ah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Which mm-hmm. now I have to wonder if Amuro is going to show up in the show. That's oh it. man! <laughs> if if he becomes the king, I'm gonna la- I'm gonna laugh and laugh mm-hmm. and, and laugh. Like, like, <laughs> I don't even know if the Tori Furia was in the original Hunter Hunter. I don't think so. Nope. Just checked. So yeah, that's all we have for news. And we have some fan feedback after the anime recap, but first it's the anime recap of episode 60... Whatever? 68? <laughs> 68. 60 <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, I couldn't remember the last number, so 68. Episode 68 is called what, Pirates and Guesses? Yes. Whatever that means. There, there was a pun somewhere. So when they're we left... pirates and they're guessing things, I suppose. When we left off, our intrepid party of 15 had crashed the pirate hangout. I was like, hey guys, why don't you just get out? And they were like, oh, who, like, who are you even? <laughs> it's like, bitch, please. And then the really big guy gets up and he's like... Let me just set fire to this place casually. Yes. <laughs> if you could push me out of this ring, I'll take you to see our boss. So, bald, buff dude in the wife beater is like, alright, I got this. And he charges up his ren, and Killer was like, Psh, this dude's a scrub. How long he's taking to charge his ren? And I'm like, shut up! <laughs> he's trying! And he yeah, goes he's in the roiding ring. up, the veins are popping out everywhere. Including his head. All right. over his head. He charges dude, and dude, like, grabs him. He's like, nice try! Let me set you on fire from your feet. Let me just squeeze you with fat and then burn you. I did like how he's like, you're pretty strong. It's like, clearly, he's not, but you're just well, toying with him. Maybe he's pretty strong, like, For a regular comparison. human? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you fought well. Not well enough, but it's okay. And Gon dropkicks him, he's like, this dude said he quit. Why are you being a dick? And um, fat guy is like, well, okay, he lost, and you're a loser too, because you jumped in the ring and then jumped back out of the ring. Gon's like, god damn it, no! Let me try again. I didn't mean to do this. I did not think this through. So Killua's reply is to say, you know, Gon, calm down, I'll do it. And he grabs a bottle of liquor, which at this point, it's a minor grabbing a bottle of alcohol, like, nothing good will come of this. (laughs) But they all just watch, and like, he tosses the bottle out of the dude's head. And then sets his face on fire with electricity. So, poor guy rolls out of the ring and smashes into the wall in an attempt to put his face out. And then he gets understandably angry. And is like, you cheated, you bastard. I'm not taking you anywhere. I'm gonna kill you. And one of his other friends comes and smacks him. He's like, Just Bruce yeah. Lee kicks Don't the make fuck the rules out of him. and then change them. You said you'd take them to see our boss. Let's take them to see the boss. And they go into what I assume is the rec room of this prison that they're living in. Because this dude is just, <laughs> yeah. Razor's just standing there working out, and I'm like, 
think of all the things to be doing in your theoretical prison. Like, this is it. <laughs> you, just, the most- mm-hmm. you just hear it being stereotypical, lifting weights, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else are you supposed to do? I mean, there is, like, all these different sports activities around there, and I guess he could have been playing basketball, like the shows later on. He misses going to the Y, yeah. so he had to bring it with him to Great Island. So he tells them that they're going to have a competition, and they're going to do a bunch of one-on-one games. And if you win eight, if whoever wins eight wins. And I can't remember who went first. Dude with the weird haircut. Guile. Guile went up first to the box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes up there, and he's like, okay... I know why you pick boxing. Is it because it's because you're an emitter and he starts like dueling and starts throwing punches and then he throws a an emitting punch and he's like, you know, it's a close combat sort of situation and you you know, you estimated that uh you underestimated my power and he throws like a flurry of punches that hit the guy and everyone's like cheering except for Gon and Killua who are like, Oh, they hit at the same exact same time, this match is over which again it just proves that they are far way too advanced in their nan abilities to be compared to any of these dudes. And they realize that pretty quickly. But you the guy uses the this teleportation punch. Yeah, an alpha counter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which yep. I know this is kind of a bit of a spoiler, but doesn't a certain character have that same sort of power already? Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that's yeah. why I'm like, oh, okay, so I guess he just ran out of ideas and just kind of gave course someone. Yeah. That character <laughs> is clearly the running out of ideas character. Yeah. Like, all he knew was 10. Come on. Think yeah. he's going to think of something original? Well, I mean, again, this is one of the mm-hmm. guys in this arc that's never important. You never see him again boxing, but. He probably dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. This is Hunter I do Hunter, like the you animation of the teleporting so. hand, though. Yeah, Sweet. it looks pretty much mm-hmm. like in, it does in the manga. Like all of a sudden, it goes like halfway through this whole like uh, Silka's hand in the uh, Heaven's Arena, and then oh. it just pops up on the like underneath and just hits him up in the face. K.O. Yeah, like a real nice uppercut. Like you better take him out of the ring. He's probably dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I just broke his neck. So I think Gon volunteers to go next, and Akilo's like, "Wait a second, let me tell you something." And they whisper in the corner. Um, they send Biscuit out instead. And this guy says, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to juggle the soccer ball, see if you keep it up in the air the longest. Uh, but be careful because we're free to attack with Nan at any point as long as the ball stays up in the air. So at this point, I'm like, okay, cool. Kick the ball all the way up in the air. Murder this guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then continue kicking the ball like one more time until his ball drops on the floor, right? And she's like, no. He just throws the ball up and it like, bounces off her foot and he's gone she's like oh my god this is so much harder than i thought it was and everyone's just what <laughs> you couldn't kick it one you could kick him in the chest with the ball or something well i like how the the anime is set it up like it's like all like tense and everything like it's slow-mo as the ball's going down so you think okay she's gonna kick it at his face or something like make the ball drop and then she's gonna go over there and like do it yeah, and then all of a sudden I, she's like nope. i think it's funny Trolled you. Kind of uh, like stereotypical, like, oh, I'm a girly girl, I can't do anything. It's like, why did I even volunteer? This was sports. (laughs) (laughs) But then we have Killua facing off against the the same fat guy in a a sumo competition. And uh, he, like, starts running at him as soon as the 
the countdown goes down, and Killua just steps back, jumps backwards, and gets out of the ring. He's like, oh, I lost. My bad. This guy's oh, well. like, no, you will not deny me your fights. <laughs> like I have to kill punk. you. And then I think from that point forward, it's kind of like a little montage, montage of everybody. Yeah, a little montage of all these different sports. Like, I think at one point we saw basketball, right? Yeah. Like, Razor's clearly figuring out what they're doing. Yeah. He gets, he gets more and more amused as it goes on. He beca- his uh, his smile with closed eyes becomes even bigger. I can't tell what's worse. Like, his, what gets bigger, his eyes or his smile? <laughs> Both. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> more slanted eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so eventually they lose eight in a row, I assume. Mm-hmm. Adderage is like, oh, you guys lost eight, get out. And they all walk outside, and then they confer, you know, at this point, We've lost um, the same team of 15 can't challenge twice. And the guy with the wife beater and the cool hair is like, yeah, but we could just switch out one person. We'd technically be a new team. And then they start to have a discussion of like who wants to do what. And they basically all chicken out. Like, yeah, um, They're all clearly sucky when it comes to Nen abilities. Uh, I, I got all the information I wanted to know, which was how to stop them from finishing the game. So I'm satisfied. Also, the animation crew ran out of budget for my tits. So right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm off to see what happens to me in the future. Spoiler alert, she doesn't come back. So far. Yeah. As far as I know. She probably yeah. did come back, because all of the hunters... Well, you don't know that she was a hunter, but whatever. All of the hunters do come back. And basically, when she outlines, like, you know, it's going to be really dangerous from this point forward... Because we need to have people all around the same Nen ability. And it's later revealed that the most of this card you can get is three. And if we're all in teams of three for some inexplicable reason, um, when it comes to five teams of three, there's no way we're going to be able to split three cards amongst that group. So ideally, they're looking for people who are strong and don't care about cards, or one really huge team that they could just slip into. And the conversation gets to Cruel Lucifer. Because he's the most he's the most powerful guy you can think of that they've met. Sure. Yeah, let's go let's go see what this guy's all about. Even though our they're not friend. sure that it's him. It's like our good friend, our best friend's arch nemesis. Right? Because the enemy of my friend is like my friend, right? I think that's sure. how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're not even sure who he is and what he's doing here. He's probably not Arc Rolo, because that would be non-existent, I guess, because of Kurpika's quick explanations. Like, no, dude, there's no way he has none, because I totally... <laughs> I totally make sure that didn't work. <laughs> I, I completely understand how everything works, and the answer is no. It's like, I vengeance the shit out of his nan, okay? I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Kilo's like, what? And he's like, no. no. It's not him. Move Listen, on. my eyes are red right now. Trust me. <laughs> I am very serious. It's not him. Well, Gon's little like dispute thing when they're talking when he's talking to uh, Killua, where he's like, like, "Well, I'm just gonna what ask what him? he's doing here. Yeah, I'm just gonna what ask what he's doing." What are we gonna do? Because they they decide that it's it's not him, so it has to be a spider. And they're like, well, "What are we gonna do with the spider? We're obviously not gonna ask him to join our team." And I'm like, "Why not? It, yeah. Nobody has to know, right? Kurofika doesn't know that you asked the spider to help. Doesn't need to know that you asked the spider to help you clear the game. They clearly didn't want to kill you the last time they saw you. Wait, I thought they did." No, they were all like, "Now nah, we're here to get the game. Like, we don't care right now. Yeah, at the auction. Uh, Plus, remember, they had... They, they shit their pants the last time. Yeah, well... <laughs> when they saw Finks and, uh, what's his name? Phaeton. Phaeton. Yeah. yeah. 
and they like ran away and then they got intercepted and they were like, <laughs> oh yeah, we just like, we're, we didn't corner you just to kill you. We just wanted to say yo and we're not thinking about killing Kirpiga because we we're not complete assholes. To make sure that you were still terrified of us, but we also wanted to share good news. And the good news is we're not going to kill your friend yet. Aren't you well, happy? Remember they got, well, we they are had so going to kill him. <laughs> they had Pakunoda's memory. Right. And that's when they're like, oh yeah, you guys were good. Like, she liked you guys. Right. So, we're not going to kill you because her memory or something like that. I mean, but that's like two people who said that. Like, there are nine other people in the spiders. They may feel differently. Well, mm-hmm. you know Hazoka feels differently, even though he's not part of the spiders, but still. Yeah, but he feels differently in a different sort of way that you may not prefer. Mm-hmm. It's like personally, I think I might be rather be in a room that someone who, with someone who just wants to kill me, than in a room with someone who wants to rape me and then I don't know what after dismember. <laughs> yes, just put keep me in the fridge. I don't yeah, know. Put, <laughs> just keep you to himself. But God, gonna kill. put me in his toy box. <laughs> like uh, the whole thing with Ahsoka, I would just rather be with anyone on Earth. So of course, right? When after Gon and Killua have finished having a little argument about how Gon's question that he wants to ask is pointless, like we, we already know this person is too dangerous to deal with whoever they are, because really it could have been like Balnayov, and we don't even—I mean, he's kind of dangerous. Could have been Kortopi, who's pretty much not dangerous as far as we know, and they could have just—I don't know—been friends, made fake stuff, robbed a bunch of people basically by making fake cards and trading with them. Like could have been that. Like, they could have set up a whole scheme. But no, we're going to be terrified of the person for no reason. So eventually, Gon just whips out the accompany card. It's like, screw you guys, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take all of you with me against your will. And this is a company, and they land in this steamy area for some reason, right? Place doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a hot spring, so I'm just going to guess. This is just Ahsoka's, um, I don't know, his natural... His sexy aura. Yeah, it's yeah. just, like, steaming up the whole place. It's meeting Once with the cool take- water and just everywhere. <laughs> If you look like that, like he does when you take so- off your clothes, everything starts steaming up. <laughs> he is mad naked. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't remember him being that ripped the last time he was naked. I was just like, so this show, they just made extra uh, muscles out of nowhere just because. They invented new muscles to draw on Ahsoka. <laughs> it turns around and it's like, bam, all, like, look at me, all in my glory, just sitting here. Uh, Biscuit is like, I don't know who you are, naked guy. <laughs> and he turns around and she's like, Gah. So I he like turns around. Someone to rule. He clearly has a luscious penis. I love how Gone and Kill are like, as soon as he turns around, they use um, their red immediately. And he's like, oh, I see you guys have learned a lot since last time we met. And he starts stroking the air with his finger. <laughs> And he's like, you yeah. found a great teacher. And they immediately go from, like, defensive mode to completely disgusted. As clear they're looking at his penis. <laughs> it's like, he must have an erection out of this world, right? Everything around him is purple. <laughs> Goriana is just like, I don't know why this dude is your friend. But he is a creep. And I don't want to be near him. He's like, yeah, because he did say he's like, this dude's a pervert. And they're like, uh, y- yeah, you have no idea. So like, my assumption would be what they actually saw was they, like, so I'm gonna turn around and he was flaccid and then he saw them and he had an erection and they were just like, what the fuck? Like, you're do, you think he, do, do you think he was erect by the time he turned around or as he's turning around and started doing it? So that's why they look super shocked. 
It was after because he turned around. They used and, they and used then Ren. he did Ren. Yeah, at the same time because they were reacting to him using Ren, and I assume he did Ren and Erection at the same time. <laughs> okay, I just assume it's Jesus purple at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rippling the water. <laughs> That's so, actually so- just as Jesus. Hisoka's trying to figure out which one of them is their teacher, and he looks at Gorino and he's like, no, it's not you. And he looks over at Biscuit, who is I don't know. I fucking the shit out of him. There's no other way to describe She's giving him fuck me eyes. (laughs) 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 Well, she's technically at cougar status. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's like twice his age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she technically is. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Okay, I guess it's you then, probably." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she turns around. She's like, "No, don't look at me." <laughs> yeah. I like that he takes the time to get dressed, which he totally didn't have to do. He could have just stood there naked and just <laughs> creeped them out. The rest of the show, <laughs> he's just like, "All right, guys, so where are we going?" <laughs> <laughs> we had, like, I had a character change, so. <laughs> And Cohen's like, I had a question, but I... This is my costume for the rest of this arc. <laughs> he essentially put on his clothes to show off how it changed. Didn't yeah. do his hair, though. And Cohen's like, uh, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know, it's having fun. As you could clearly have seen, I was taking a shower. <laughs> and then you happened to be interrupting me. It was my midday shower. Using Kroll Lucifer as your name. And Hisoka actually thinks about this about what to respond with, because he doesn't exactly want to let them know, because... They'll be dicks. Yeah, and they'll go tell Kurapika, and he... he, Of course, Ahsoka doesn't want that. He wants to get his fight with Gorilla. He will buy the shit out of this game. Yeah. (laughs) He will lie the hell out of this game. He is is at the midnight launch for this game, even though this game already existed. (laughs) This is in his first barbecue, so he lies to them and tells them, you know, I'm here looking for the spiders because I they found... Know is. Right, I just know found out is. you can take men off people. Yeah. So and I'm like, yeah, we knew that already. Like, oh, okay. That makes my lie a lot easier to make. So let me continue saying that I'm just looking for them. And I haven't found them yet, so I'm still looking. And meanwhile, Biscuit, like, walks up to him and starts talking to him with her like Jojo eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like she put on some extra eyeliner and everything. Like Yeah, it's like, Mister, please, like, would you please join us? And at that point he's like, Okay, fine. And everybody's like against it, except for her. And then she turns around and shows him that he's lying with her nen. And so they kind of like agree to it. And like Gone doesn't get it at all because it's gone. He's kinda dumb. Clearly, because or uh, Killer was the one who's like thinking about this the whole entire time, and he solves it and figures it out. I just now realized I was looking back at the animation. That is very much Sailor Moon. Oh, the eyes. Yeah, like no, like the entire face. Everything. Everything oh, about yeah. that. I'm guessing he probably got his wife to do this part. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, it's it's very much like it is in the manga. Exactly like it is in the manga. Oh. I'm sure he had her draw it the first time. Yeah, <laughs> well, because he can't. He, it, I'm sure because look, you look at the eyes; it's very distinctive eyes. You don't yeah. see that based on the crab that he draws nowadays. So from there, they decide to go to. It's gonna suggest I, I, I get this to meet people if that's what you want to do. And I guess it's so no one will overhear whatever it is they have to talk about. And so they walk off. Biscuit 
Gon and Killua in the front, and Gore, you know, kind of walking stride for stride with Ahsoka. Because at least he has the right thing in mind. It's like, you do not let this dude stand behind you. And <laughs> it was just a lesson they learned like, immediately. As soon as they, as soon as they walk off, Ahsoka starts thinking about his, um, his cover story or whatever. And he starts staring at their butts. And he starts, Pretty hardcore. he starts getting purple. And they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting purple. It's like, okay, no, <laughs> you walk in front. We'll be in the back. That made me sad, though, because I missed what he said in the first anime, the OVAs, or first anime. What did he say in the first anime? So when they asked him to walk in front, and he's like, but I'm not bored when I'm walking behind you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Really going far above. It's just like an extra jab at his uh, pedoness. Yeah, well, if it wasn't enough, the way they slow-moed around his eyes, and he, like, kind of grinned and smiled, like, I don't know how else uh, you make it more Like, apparent. licking his lips. Right. <laughs> it's like, this guy is just fucked up, and we can't even explain it. He just has yeah. a problem. <laughs> He's so damn likable. But, um, Killua is still trying to poke holes in Hisoka's story, because Skit has convinced him what he already suspected, that Hisoka's lying about a part of his story. But you can't figure out which part has to be the lie. So they get to Ai and Velma bumps into them <laughs> and drops the glasses. And Hisoka's <laughs> like, Why don't you help her? You might make a friend. And then another girl runs past and she bumps into Gorino and drops her toast. And he's like, Oh my god, I am so sorry. And she just like, You're such a dick and runs away. And he's like, No, you were supposed to start a fight with her about why she wasn't looking where she was going or why she bumped into you. Don't you know how to play these games? and there's a girl about to get raped yeah and can I just say that during this part I was like oh crap this is what we were talking about I'm betting someone's going to ask a question about this and lo and behold no one asked the thing so I'm happy for that I was expecting the rape police to show up honestly (laughs) well yeah that too after we already discussed that how much are these NPCs getting paid for this city I don't know is it like like in uh do you feel like it's like that one movie, Gamer? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, they probably get like way, because like, dude, it's like, it's Rape City that they go, they're going to. Like, yep. that's like their entire, they're all, this is just basically like the red light district of, of mm-hmm. Green Island, essentially, because like every, the whole point of it is like you wanting to fuck any of these chicks or dudes for yep. Biscuit's case. Yeah. I'm just gone for trying to um, prevent the rape. Mm-hmm. That's about to happen. And you hear Biscuit talking in the background about how um this guy wanted to be a hair model or whatever, and he's just like, God damn it, the whole point was to not fall for it. And he sees Ahsoka looking very interested, and he's like, That's right, that was it. He's bored. If he had if he hadn't contacted the spiders yet, he would have something to be doing. But clearly he's already done that. And that's why he's just sitting around taking long, luxurious showers with nothing better to do. Because they already looked at his card history or whatever, and he has six cards, none in restricted slots. So clearly he wasn't even trying to play the game. All he was trying to do was have food and water, and that's it. So he's trying to think of a way to get Hisoka to show him his list of contacts so he could figure out if he really has met the other spiders. Uh, I At this point, I've forgotten that Hisoka was the only person, the only genius who was like, hey, let me not put in my real name just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm a convicted felon and that's a problem. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and Gon just basically suggests, hey, why don't we try meeting up at Sesagera? His team seems big enough already, and like that will solve all of our problems. And more than likely, we be- if we could use Chloe and we have three cards, we could split one for Gorino, one for his team, and one for us. And he's like, hey, Soka, let me see your book to see if you've met Sesagera. Like, that way we could talk to him. And Killer was like, Gon, I'm so happy that you're stupid. Because he'll <laughs> never suspect anything coming from you. I mean, if I'd asked this question, he would probably shut down and just leave us here. Mm-hmm. But with you, we can do it. And he opens up the book. And Gon goes, goes ahead and looks through it. And he's like, oh, see, Sesagera. And he pulls out, I think, was it? He pulls out Contact. Uh-huh. And, like, Soka has the book out, and they all swarm around to look at the book, because at this point, they're all in on it. And I'm just like, did y'all not fight Soka and analyze his abilities? Did we forget that he could trick you pretty much any time he wants? I don't... With anything I don't ever. know if they outright yeah, they, showed it. All he knew was that he had his sticky gum. He didn't know about this... Uh, what's it called? The the Does veil stuff that he can do. Yeah, this, yeah texture. the texture yeah. thing. But that was revealed during the Castro fight. Yeah, well. it was, but they didn't think that. Or was it? Or was it not revealed to like everyone? Oh, it, was, but... it was revealed to us. It wasn't revealed to them because remember, all they Wade could like was gone... teaching them what was going on in the fight, how he won. Uh, but it was Machi who had that whole weird conversation with Ahsoka. Where he was like, "Tell me about my abilities and how I won this fight." <laughs> yeah. She was like, "I don't even like you, but I'll stay here extra two hours and have this conversation." She gets paid by the hour, so it's not like she's complaining. But she was, like, finished, though. Like, yeah. yeah, I had something else to tell you, but you're distracting me, so I can't remember what it was. <laughs> like, there was a reason I came here other than money, because I hate you. But, I mean, um, I don't know, would you Would you not think that that, I mean, obviously this is the case for, for Hizoka, because he's always on the on his toes, but Killua wouldn't have immediately thought about that, right? Or, I mean... I mean, it's possible it was... I don't remember it ever being explained on their side. But, like, I wouldn't trust anything Hisoka was willing to show me ever. Like, that has to be yeah. a lie. I would also be concerned if he ever wanted to show me anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's already you've shown already his penis at this what, point. Like, like what, what else would the surprise be? I don't know. He's gonna flash his asshole at us? <laughs> you, you popped up and, like, it was in your face. Yeah. Just, like a full-on goatsy or something? The yeah, like, full-on goatsy. All but purple. men goatsy. So anyway, um, Soka has his fingers behind his back in the obvious I'm tricking you pose. And you see that when the book popped open, he immediately used um, the sequel texture to cover up Phaeton, Shanks, not Shanks, Shalnar, yeah. and Finks. Shizuku. And he was staring at Killua the whole time. Yeah, yep. he's, like, he's like, I know what you were doing, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got you, asshole. Don't forget that you're the one I want to kill the most. Yeah. And- <laughs> just piss your brother. Look, I've dealed with Zoldix before, motherfucker. You ain't you ain't new. It's like you ain't tricky, said. They have off screen conversation with Sesagira. And then they because the episode ends right there. Yeah, with them accompanying. Yeah. Even though they don't they're like contact on and you don't say anything. Maybe I'll pick up next time because we do see him in the preview. He's well, all do my levitation test. And they're like, Okay. Yeah. We're Superman. Let's fly now. Yeah. We're flying in the Matrix. Yeah, it's world and then we see a little bit of the preview of the dodgeball game. Yep, yeah. and in your better no greed island bit, they show the um, necklace of judgment, whatever the hell it is. Paladin necklace, whatever. And 
<laughs> he's like, this Nightcast can show when anything is fake. He's like, Killua, are you real? And Killua gives the, oh god, you've got me fo- face. And then he turns into a Pokemon. I was just <laughs> like, okay. I'm fine with this. This one didn't end sexually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they had plenty of it, like, early in the episode, so I don't think they could. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be accused of uh, pursuing an agenda they did anymore. Probably. Kids are probably at this point like, Mommy, why are they so afraid of a naked man? <laughs> um, <laughs> How do you wake up and to have this on your screen? <laughs> I think about that every once in a while. Happy <laughs> Sunday morning. And I do mean happy in the best intentions possible. Mm-hmm. But, but I like, mean, go play outside. A- um, but it's below zero. Outside. I don't go. Go, <laughs> go outside. Put on your this coats. Back- it's time for mommy to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> With my electric toothbrush. You guys go to school now. It's it's ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mommy, what's that sound? Oh, I'm just massaging my neck, honey. That's that's uh, that's all massager. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that last night when Daddy was on the couch, though. <laughs> I had a bad neck cramp. Yeah. I mean, don't <laughs> okay, I, I, I've, I've been really sore recently. It's I'm all really it. sore. And Daddy's not helping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this goes back to what you said, Doc, earlier about you know, like. You know, kids, or was it you, Foxy? I can't remember which one it was about the Antarctic being like, you know, Sunday morning is the perfect time to learn how to love and then how to, like, die inside. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only going to get worse from here, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but this episode isn't about how to love at all. No. Uh, well, no. I mean, it depends on what <laughs> That's you a love do. Of love. <laughs> when you love people. I, I assume it's the kind where you inquire on what it is and then you tell your baby to not hurt you. Yes, I mean, you could also talk about I, I and that whole entire situation there. You talk about Hisoka. It's just this episode was all about love and being loved in return. Love that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so thoughts on the episode? Diego? Well, again, they covered five chapters, so they're really keeping consistent with that, keeping it fast-paced, which is awesome because, again, like we got here much sooner than I anticipated. The the scenes that kind of struck out to me were the parts where Biscuit was animated to be super shoujo-ish. In Sailor Moon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then the part when they actually, like, when the fire was happening in the uh, in the very beginning, like, that was done very well animation-wise, I thought. Other than that, uh, pretty much the same thing of the story. I do kind of miss that whole interaction in the bar when... Killua, because it happens in the manga, but like when Killua grabs the bottle, he talks to the bartender. He's like, "I'll pay you for this later, okay?" And like the bartender gives him this look, like, "Okay, child, sure." But it kind of was omitted here, which I thought was kind of like a missed comedic moment. But overall, like I give like a, a if we're going out of ten scale, I guess like a seven, five, eight. We giving numbers now? I don't know. I just made. That. I just was thinking that was seven, all my. Five, eight? <laughs> yeah, seven point five eight. Or eight. Oh, or okay. Yeah. I thought you went from seven. No, no, five. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, 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 like seven and a half. Seven and a half. Eight. Okay. All right, uh, Foxy. Um, in general, <laughs> like all this episode had to have for me was the accompanying to his penis part. Like mm-hmm. that's obviously what I've been talking about since the whole Green Island thing came up. Yep. So that pretty much amused me, and I wasn't expecting them to keep in the butts part, which. I don't know, is borderline, this show needs to be off the air. (laughs) (laughs) 
But overall, I liked how they um, packed both parts of the story and the fact that they all challenged Razor and pretty much everyone decided to lose. Like, I was happy that didn't get dragged out for the whole episode because you could have very easily animated everything. And it got straight to the part I actually cared about, which was recruiting Hisoka and then moving on to Sesagera so they could actually go after this card that I continuously forget the name of. Yeah, I can't remember the name either, so... Is it number two, or is that in that one city still? It's yeah, that, so yeah. far. So Something of sure. Yeah. All right, Doc, what'd you think? Uh, Really good really good episode. I do like... I think you guys mentioned the uh, biscuits on here. Very shadowy. Screen capping that for sure, for future sake. I do wonder if like the the new Sailor Moon anime is going to have anything like this. <laughs> Who's doing the animation for it? It's probably going to be a Toei or someone. I don't know. Okay. I never know. I never know with these things. Yeah, well, I was just wondering, because if it's Madhouse, then maybe they're just preparing for it. They're just practicing right now. Probably. <laughs> They'll just, like, throw Hisoka in the background randomly. <laughs> in an episode. <laughs> just pop in there. Hey, guys. Yeah, like, pretty much Biscuit providing most of the comedy there. I did like that. And, um, yeah, I, yeah, that whole boxing scene. I think it's just very... For me, that was probably the nice little highlight of the episode. Definitely. Everything looked pretty badass. And it reminds me that I should really get back to Epo because there's also yeah. a guile-looking dude in Epo. <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. I was like, I like how when they square off, it totally reminded me of Epo, and I was like, aw, memories. Alright, so as for myself, I really love the part where Ahsoka's lighting the dude's face on fire. It's very dastardly of Killua. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fun to see that again. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, everyone else was trying to face it, face the guy head on. He was like, no, no, you're trying too hard. Here, watch. It's like, I'm a sadistic asshole. Let me, let me, let me light this out, this dude on fire. Mm-hmm. It's like, my brother did this to me when I was like three. This is easy. But, uh, yeah, uh, that was awesome. Of course, Ahsoka. Everything about Ahsoka. It's always just hilarious and wrong all at the same time. It also makes me wonder why we do this, this po- this podcast. It's like the show that we love, and like one of the most prominent characters is like the super pedo. Well, as we've mentioned, it like our new motto or catchphrase is what the climax is: Hisoka's penis, right? It's true. So that's true. We got plenty of climax this episode. Yes. All the climax yeah. we will ever need to see. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get more anyways. But uh, I I also thought it was funny when uh, they, like, just the act of them accompanying to Hisoka, because I don't even think Gorinu, I think that's his name? Yep. Yeah. Like, had a group to be a part of, so I think he was just, like, in his head, like, hey, I'm part of the group! <laughs> like, he totally, he totally assumed they were going to leave by themselves to go see Hisoka. <laughs> I, I do wonder, does he know who Krolo is? Because nope. that'd be kind of fucked up, because, like, oh, so this Corolla dude, he's a friend of yours, right? Yeah, sure. Kinda. <laughs> really? Okay. I guess I'm gonna see what's going on with you guys, my sad face. Like, they didn't even <laughs> tell him, like, no, this guy is a murderer. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's been killing people since we met him. And it's probably not safe for you to come, because we don't know if you're good at fighting. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you, you guys just gonna let him be fodder. Then, all right, yeah. you're the best friends ever. Uh, we did we, we did neglect to mention 
um, that Ahsoka really has literally no idea how this game works. Because um, they pop up there and he's like, so whose ability did you use to teleport yourselves here? And Gurren was like, what? No, this is like, these are spells in the game. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I was playing a game. He's like, aw, <laughs> I wanted to fight whoever did that. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's funny that he's just surviving on making food cards and water cards. That's all he's been using it for, apparently, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, man, instant food, right? Why not? Oh, yes. The jungle. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I've got. All right, okay. see. Cool. Y'all have an email to read? Yeah, uh, but we also got some tweets in. I forgot to mention this earlier, but um, we, I asked, you know, our fans what they thought about the announcement and we got uh luke halliday sent in that he was really digging kite's design for the anime he's really interested to see how the uh the arc is going to deal with all the gore he thinks it's going to be on the same on the same level as york knew and he hopes that if that's the case he's going to be happy with it Rob Amodio sent in that as an anime only viewer i can't wait to see the chimera antark i hope it's as good as greed island yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's kind of <laughs> like Green Island. It's kind of. It's a thing. Yeah. It has the uh, same characters. Yeah. <laughs> they they all know and love, and they introduce a bunch more. And then she Ooh. gets crazy. You will learn that love's probably not the best thing you can use to describe them, or the healthiest thing for you, because unless you like heartbreak, I guess. Yes. Yeah, if that's your thing, hey. It makes you feel then, alive, then go for it. Then the Chimera Ant arc is the best arc in all of Hunter Hunter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Morrow sends in that he wonders how they're going to add in Kite to this arc. Yeah, he'll probably like, be like, so Gon, what was your real motivation for becoming a hunter? And he's like, well, I'll actually, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I do kind of hope that they're just like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm, Ki- I'm Kite. So who's Kite? Let me tell. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) It was old back in Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground, where I spent most of my days. (laughs) And Kite's like, "No, that was me." Oh, right. Sorry, I met this guy. He was he was outside with a bear. Yeah, and I fought it, and then stuff, and then I killed it. Saved me, and and then I became an adopted parent to this bear that I've totally never introduced you to. Oh yeah, don't worry about that bear. He's back with me. Were they supposed? Were they supposed to um, meet the bear and be friends with the bear? Uh, when sure. Killer went to Whale Island. Yeah. Because I yeah, could have sworn the bear gave them there. food one night. Yeah, he went. He went out there to like say hi to him, and he's like, "Oh, he's just left me a fish." What if the they rock. flash back to scenes we never saw? Remember that bear <laughs> that we saw one time? <laughs> oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Remember when you were all hi bear and the bear was like, No, nah, we ain't friends, dog. And it's like Oh, well see the bear is the king of the jungle. I guess that's how it works. So he can't be friends with people because he has to be a thug. But he's gonna leave us some food when we get hungry. Don't worry about that. We're friends. I swear. And Killo's like, Yeah, I don't remember that. It must have been when kill? you were high gone. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I remember going to Whale Island and you didn't have any yep. friends. Whale Island got some fucking crazy-ass weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> you had a fucking, like, you still had a, a, a boombox. Who the fuck has that? Like, no one's got that anymore. 
PlayStation One. Right. They had to iPad. go. They had to go buy that too. Yeah. It's like, how did you grow up in this place with no video games? What is wrong with you? Uh, this place is dull as fuck. It goes like, oh, because you know, this is like everyone is willing to fall into the um the I I land trap except Killua. Mm-hmm. Killua was a complete hater. It's like I'm like, awkward around women. You can't have any. Uh, it's it's like, just that every time he sees a woman, he just thinks his mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but if you remember, Gon gets mad pussy, so he, he probably could rule bitches. that island. Mm-hmm. He could rule that entire town by himself in one night. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's why he stood up to that girl getting raped. He was about to go kick some ass. He tried. And was like, yeah. He yeah. was like, nope. That girl deserves whatever she's doing because the way she's dressed. Kilo, I'm trying to get She had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Kilo, I don't know how to tell you this, right? <laughs> but those of us who are, aren't socially awkward know how to get laid. So I'm going to need you to get out of my way or I'll kill you. I've, I've had a really <laughs> bad, I've had a really bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, penis. I, I need some eye bleach I, I after seeing right now. So I need, some, I need, I need to, to look at some vagina right now. This is not helping here. It's like Killua, all I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. Don't you <laughs> understand? And Killua was like, I understand each of those words individually, but I don't know what the sentence is you're trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I was looking at something. A moment ago, when they showed off Hisoka, you know, he had his hair down. Later on, they show him with his hair up. Right. Mm-hmm. Did he always have gel? I know that. You know um, how to. You know he how has exactly. gel. I think I remember a scene in the original anime explicitly showing him using the gel on his hair. Probably after he came out of the shower. Because mm-hmm. there was only like two times he didn't have gel on his hair. Like there and the time he was on the. Pl- on the sorry. Dirigible. Mm. Going to Yorkshire when he was wearing the suit. So it's probably after he came out of the show. I think he has gel. Either that or he has like magic static electricity in his hands. Mm-hmm. And he just, just like runs his hands. I was going to say, does he use like the sticky gum? <laughs> just runs yeah. it through his hair. He could. could do that. That could be an oh. easy explanation for that. Either that or he's like Asian and he has that awesome Asian hair where all you need to do is put water in your hair and then style it and it'll stay that way. Like, sure. I still wonder, like, where they just had to wait for him to do his little uh, like tear tattoo. Yes, like doing his makeup. Yeah. Pulls out his freaking mirror and he's like sitting there, but like, hold the fuck up! I need to get this right. Fuck! Like, I we, messed up the star. I gotta do it again. We cannot have a conversation until my foundation is on, <laughs> and I'm done with my lipstick. Okay, and I just like I don't know. Like, I guess we have to wait. Like at that point, that guy starts making fun of him, and then Kilo and Gunner are like, "No, no, no, dude! Just you don't want to die right here. We need you." Like, oh, is this guy your friend? I'm, not, I'm still not following here. Kind of lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have Carl Brosades, uh asking, "Do Wing or Sushi ever reappear?" Wing? Yes. 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 I think they both reappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at the the last yeah. chapter, so far they reappeared. Like, they just kind of showed them. Are they ever, like, as prominent as they were back in Heaven's Arena? No. 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 But they're still around, and they still exist. Reunion of friends. Let's go into the new world. No? Yeah. Okay. No. 
<laughs> He's like, look, I got the best bit going on in this tower. Like, <laughs> you're not so taking like, this away from me. Like, Zishi, you're on a four-year plan. You're not going anywhere. Us. Huh? Us. <laughs> He'll. D- I mean, they might show up for sure, or not for sure, but maybe in the Heavens Arena movie, since it's going to be taking place there. Probably they have to, because they yeah. live there, I guess. Mm-hmm. They have hotel rooms. And yeah. then we find out that Zushi secretly... Oh, I forgot the guy's name. The joke's dead. Oh, Natero's grandson. Mm-hmm. Beyond. Yeah, Beyond Beyond. <laughs> beyond Beyond Terra. Probably just super beyond the tarot. <laughs> <laughs> Even he's further he's beyond the tarot. He's actually Bed Bath and Beyond the tarot. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if he All has right. two other siblings. My brother Bath. My brother Bath the tarot. <laughs> This being Hunter Hunter and everything being as as it is, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that when that first got announced, and his name was like Beyond the Terror. I was like, wait, wait, really? That's that's the dude's name? Like, no, no, it's not like just George, whatever the hell his last name was. I like how just, we are we are spoiling this, but I like how um, Natero introduces the concept of his son. As though, like, some woman is trying to hit him up for child support. He's like, you may hear about this guy who claims to be my son. And he looks exactly like me. But don't let that fool you. And I'm like, really? (laughs) 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 I have a son I never wanted to acknowledge. His name is Beyond. You hear that government? I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with that woman. Please believe me. Please believe me. As soon as they get, then they show up in Mori, it's like, you are not the far, I like the way you move. <laughs> <laughs> Just crib walks out of there. Yeah. I hope all of that happens. So, we actually have an email. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know how we got to that from email. I don't know. Oh, he's, he's transitional. Yeah. Yeah, so we got an email from Gordonham. But yeah, so he sent an email at us. He's a, uh, is it at Gordonham on Twitter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's him. And did you did you want to read it? Oh, yeah. I, don't think I like so. I like muted for a second so I could cough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of that illusion is gone. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> let me just clear that up. Okay. No. <laughs> but, okay. So, but on. he writes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he writes to us. What's up? Been a while since I've asked any questions. I was just wondering. In Hunter Hunter, there seems to be a lot of villains who, how can I put it, are flat. I know Foxy brought up characters like this on a recent episode of the Anamanga podcast. Characters who have just only their motivation for being evil, and that is why they are evil, I guess. Is that they're, they're evil because they're evil. Is right, no, right, right. There's no deep, romantic, tragic backstory. They're just mm-hmm. bad people. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that characters like that are good to explore, and that they definitely do exist in real, really life. Just but I think, like that. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I think in Hunter that. Hunter, they used to be. Oh, they're they they are used. They are used way too often and are just lazy. Ahsoka, the spiders, the bomber. Uh, I don't know his end story, so maybe he has some backstory later. 
they are all pretty just evil for the sake of evil. I think that Corollo's is the only case where I actually enjoyed this laziness, though. Because it actually was an exploration of people that are just genuinely broken and can only ever experience this world through their heartless way. All because that is how they know... How they are. How they are. Sorry. I know that the manga actually does go into a little, into detail a little about how messed up Meteor City is. But I don't think it's really needed. But I definitely would have appreciated it if the anime didn't take it out. And, and though I think this is an interesting story behind Corolla, when you have it applied to a group of 12 others who are supposed to be just as messed up and incredibly evil for the sake of being evil, it just becomes weak. So, I was wondering how you feel about this. And if you had to give some of these characters a more lush backstory, what would it be? Did Ahsoka have daddy issues? Did Machi have a startup clothing store that had a nuke dropped on it? I guess we could talk about this part, you know? Because it seems yeah. like it, this would be a place where... I don't know, of course reading the manga isn't going to make anything clear to you because you don't get much about their backstories. The spiders aren't evil for the sake of being evil. I'm sure, like, in the grand scheme of things in the universe, they aren't even really evil. They're just peop- they're people that are motivated by self. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Because any other reason for wanting to live kind of gets taken away from you coming from Meteor City. It's a place where you basically have no future. And there is no... You have no other option than to be a criminal. Partly because when you look at everyone in the real world has a record of their existence. They have something that can define them as a person. Even if they haven't accomplished much. It's like, you have a record that says, like, on this day, I was born to whoever my parents are. And that's a justification that you exist. Whereas in Meteor City... Is a bunch of forgotten people living in a place where the whole world basically literally shits on them. So I can see why these people would not be the nicest people in the world. There are seven of them, roughly, are confirmed being from Meteor City. The others, not so much. Ahsoka isn't as much evil as he is in pursuit of pleasure or amusement, mm-hmm. which can be portrayed in not necessarily the nicest ways, because obviously uh, we make jokes about it, but as far as the character has been revealed to us, yes, he is a pedophile. And that's not a cool thing, so that's definitely... And a murderer, like cold-blooded. That's an aspect of his character that's not so nice, where he's a real person. We just be like, just throw this guy in jail and, I don't know, kill him, Mm. lose the key, cut his head off, whatever you have to do, make sure he doesn't come back into society. And what you have is these people bonded together over common ideology, which, whatever it is. I think that they, none of, I don't necessarily need to know what happened to each individual person to make them messed up, because, yeah, some people just are. And the more messed up each person is, like, the more heinous crimes they commit, like, you will find that we don't actually care what their justification is. Sure, you want to know, because you want to know, okay, what makes a person this evil, uh, this corrupt. But there's literally no justification for it. Like, there's nothing you can do to say, oh, well, you know, this person, first, their father bought them a dog. Then their father shot the dog in front of them. Then their father bought, brought in his dog, and his dog ate the other dog's corpse. 
Then that dog licked your face. And just like this long line of really brutal, really evil things that were done to this child to make them twisted. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, it's like, okay, I could see why they would be in this particular place. But there's still, like, if that kid grew up and killed his father, okay, fine. If he grows up and kills everyone in his neighborhood, like, that no longer, his backstory is no longer a justification for what he did. So, with the spiders especially, I don't think there's anything you could really write about them that would make you go, oh, okay, I get these people, and this is why they do the things they do. To me, they're unique in this world in that everyone is afraid of them, for one. For two, like, there's this level of mystery about them that I think works better if you don't know. The bomber just seems like a class A sociopath. Mm -hmm. None of the spiders give off the same kind of personality that he does. Yeah, uh, there's no there's no really ma malicious intent with the spiders based on just their actions. I think it's more like, well, we have to get, we want to get this thing. You're in the way, so we'll kill you to get this thing. Mm -hmm. It's the easiest solution. It's more so than that. Like, that's kind of why they're like, that's why, like, they're still at the auction house. Like, yeah, they're still trying to do the auctions. Like, all right, let's do this thing. Okay, that didn't work. All right, let's just kill these people and steal it. It's kind of our thing anyway. I think that's, that's, oh. I don't think that's necessarily pure. Then, you know, Corolla does that thing. So what is evil? <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't know, upside down, Jesus. Maybe you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, during that whole entire arc, if you really, like, look at it, they were just there to piss off the mafia, right? Like, they were there yeah. just to be like, okay. Let's steal. The thing that we're we forgetting is like it's not like the people they're they're um dicking over and killing are like the best people in the world. Still the like, mafia. They're still yeah. organized crime. Like there are police in this town somewhere that are in their pocket. Like have we not realized how corrupt this whole governmental system is? Like maybe the that spiders are up in there too. Go yeah. ahead. I mean, they did bring that up, remember? Like, they said that the yep. police was under their watch, so that mm -hmm. was why half the time the mafia never got fucking anything. But So they're just there fucking minding their own business, and then all of a sudden, Kurpika shows up and kills, like, one of their own. And at that point, they're like, well, fuck you, now we're going to try and find you, because that alone pissed us off, more so Nobunaga than anybody else. And then they have the whole Requiem scene where they just stare ass, like, mm -hmm. the whole entire, like, city. And that was all done because of death. So it wasn't just evil for being evil. It was because you killed one of our friends. And as you, and as you saw in the backstory about Meteor City, you know, that's that's how people from Meteor, Meteor City respond to wrongdoings being done to them. Like, as far as a backstory for Hizoka, I honestly think that it'd be an amazing thing to see. But I don't necessarily need it. Like, I understand the man. He is... A fucked up individual who only does things for his own psychopathic reasons and has an affection for power, and even if it comes from someone that's not necessarily age appropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's I, also I a little a little interesting thing in when uh, Machi was explaining his abilities, and he's all like, coincidentally, I named this, I can't remember the name of the gum, because it was a candy I enjoyed as a child. She's like, I don't care. And <laughs> yeah. he says, like, I named this Deceitful Texture because he was a part of the rap that came on something else that I liked. And she's like, I'm, I'm not here for your backstory, sir. Mm -hmm. And she reflects later that, like, even if you wanted, basically, even if you wanted to know about Hisoka, like, he probably could not tell you. Because this is a guy that doesn't, that lives only in the present. 
on only in the moment. As soon as something happens, he forgets about it. So even if we wanted to know what Ahsoka's backstory was, mm-hmm. like unless someone from his old life shows up and tells you everything in this huge info dump that you will later realize you don't care about, like mm-hmm. you're not going to find that information out. Not to mention he he's probably, probably had like the happiest childhood. Yeah, yeah we're just <laughs> thinking that same thing too. Like it was just like he had a, a super happy childhood. Like, he, like his parents off, like, were, were always good to him. Right. He was rich. He had like a lot of money, so like he always had whatever they needed. You know, he grew he's up like basically, with servants and stuff like that. He's basically killable, but with parents who actually care about him and aren't yeah, right. Sure. And then one day, all of a sudden, his teddy bear got stolen, and then he just cracked under <laughs> pressure, and then he just fucking went all crazy and shit. And everything went. A little kid stole his teddy bear. Right. <laughs> and he was a grown man at the time. <laughs> so he decided he's going to fight this child. That's why he decided to become a hunter, to hunt down whoever stole his, his teddy bear. And there you go. He wants to be a teddy bear hunter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's going to save all the stolen teddy bears of the world. No, he hunts real teddy bear monsters. <laughs> mm, which kind of ties into the bear with Gon's past. So it kind of like there's the Batman-Joker comparisons in there somewhere, maybe. I don't know. They're kindred spirits. Probably. Yeah. Kindred spirits, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be. You had, so you had anything else? Oh, yeah, yeah he had uh, more. Oh, I just figured we'd yeah, go question more. by question, because this is huge. Uh, yeah, go ahead. yeah, I think uh, probably say, yeah, don't worry about the backstory right now. Bomber, yeah, he's the only crazy person right now, and there's something deeper with the spiders. Yep. Alright. Uh, I also pretty much think the same. Like, There's not much we could say other than our silly little bits that we do. About everyone's past or alternate realities, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still want to like the high school Hunter Hunter. Yes. Yeah. As the, the next <laughs> Hunter 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 Academy. Yeah. yeah. That will still be a great spinoff. Mm-hmm. All right. So the second part of the like he continues. He says, "I was also wondering if there are any inconsistencies in Hunter Hunter that still bother you." The huge glaring one to me is how the hell can none exist? <laughs> how can none exist and not be public knowledge? Especially when you have a tower <laughs> where the most popular fights are based on Nen, and people just ignore all the magical junk happening. Anime. When they were doing the Heavens Arena thing, like that announcer had no clue what the hell was happening. Like she just kind of assumed that everything was happening because of things, and I don't know. Yeah, it's really fast. Yeah, like it could be really fast, and half the time you don't need to like explain to the like major public as long as just the main parties are involved in anime. That's one of those things that are like in, in Shonen that you just kind of have to like be like, okay, what? Like you don't have to worry about like what the rest of the world is doing. You're just following the main characters or whoever you're following storyline. I think the people that know know what Nen is. I think he even mentioned that fight. Like they just see a rock flying at Gon's face, and they're like, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, but it's okay. Gets a point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it looks awesome. All right. Yeah. So, so as long as it's entertaining, people are going to be like, okay, sure, that works. But, I mean, I don't consider that to be an inconsistency in just Hunter Hunter. I mean, you could also talk about that for any other, other shonen. So how does Chakra work? <laughs> yeah. Like, things like that. Like, well, how does hockey work? Like, uh, right. It's like, who gets to who gets to have Chakra? Because obviously not everybody in the village is a ninja. Or if everybody is a ninja, then there are people that are just... Their whole entire job is to make ramen. How come they have VCRs in there? In vending machines. Yeah. yeah. 
and headsets. Like, if you're a soul reaper, how can you fly? Like, that kind of thing. Like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Why is the afterlife only in Japanese? <laughs> yeah. Are there any American people in here? Uh, I can't think of any other inconsistencies with, like, off the top of my head. More so with problems than the way the story arcs end half the time, which we've talked about. It's just problems with the series where, like, it's all this build-up and then there's not, like, a payoff sort of a thing, but I don't know, do we, can you guys think of other inconsistencies or something that you have a problem with the series, I suppose? No, the series is perfect. I can't think of a thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, the power creep kind of gets, comes and goes, depending on what the arc is. I mean, the the only thing that I don't really like about the series, and to me, that's like, uh, like a lot of other inconsistencies and stuff I in general don't like is an indictment on the genre as a whole. Like, I don't like that Gon and Killua consistently are, like, the most powerful people in the room. They know what's going on. Everyone else doesn't know what's going on. And the consistent, like, Killua especially, like, oh, adults are dumb. Like, that sort of thing. Again, I get it. It's a show made for kids. They're supposed to feel like they're the most important people. They're supposed to put themselves in the shoes of the main characters. That's fine. It gets annoying as it goes on. Like, Gon isn't necessarily as arrogant as Killua is. And I think he he wears thin on you after a while, but that's Killua? more. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, more I mean, in your case, yeah. In your case, you definitely have this hatred towards Killua, so it's completely understandable that that's where that comes from. Just this utter, it's I guess, like, not ignorance, but just it's selfishness, and it's I know better than everyone else. Even though I'm thirteen. Yeah, even right. though I just now ex- started experiencing life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that, like, everyone's always telling both of them, like, oh my god, you guys are so special, like, you guys are, like, once in a generation, like, I can see your future, and it is fast, and powerful, and awesome, and, like, occasionally you get characters like Ahsoka that can kill them at any moment, but then you see both of them do certain things, and it's like, oh, okay, you you were just a shonen hero all along, with invincible plot armor. Yeah. And you could do you can do magic things that keep you alive that don't make any sense. <laughs> All right, you know what would have been awesome if the main character in the story had died, but you know that wasn't gonna happen. He wasn't gonna do yeah. that twice. Okay. Then he says, second, why the hell has no one lectured or even asked Killua why he killed Bodoro? I mean, there is the entire York New Arc hand slapping the spiders for the same thing, even by God himself. But they just ignore the fact that Killua just killed an innocent man in cold blood. I think it makes me all the more sour since Bodoro even said he didn't want to have to fight kids. Even if that was him being a little full of himself and he was being he was also being an adult. I know this wasn't explained later on, and if so, please tell me. I don't care about spoilers. I read the most recent arc, the Aluka and Chairman Election stuff, but other than that, I am just following the anime. I read the summaries I could find on the stuff in between, but there basically seems to be a dry spot when it comes to summaries of the Chimera and stuff. I know reading summaries is weird, but I don't read stuff I don't own, and I don't want to get the manga when so many volumes are out of print. Plus, the summaries are so vague, and they still let me thoroughly enjoy the anime every week. Okay, one thing. I don't think the Chimera aren't volumes are out of print at all, so you should be able to get them. Yeah, they should be all over him. There's only two volumes that are... Isn't Viz still um, releasing them digitally? Yeah, they're so, all—they're yeah. actually all released now at this point. 
So that's not an excuse up to either. 29, they're up to 29 digital. So if you want to get them, you can go get them at the website and have them digitally. Or if you want actual physical volume copies, there are really only two volumes that are out of print. Everything else is back on there. Yeah, yeah so if you, if that's what's stopping you from reading the Chimera and Arc, like, yep. you could just buy it. It's only the earlier volumes that have a problem with finding the physical edition. Yeah, the Chimera and Arc and the voting arc is totally available. So, well, the voting arc, not yet, but yeah. We're getting there. If anything, like you don't have to worry too much. I mean, if you want to re- reread the Chimera and stuff, it's all there. It's all available. Right, right. No big worries. Okay, someone remind me who Bodora was. Was he the... Martial arts guy. That was the guy that he killed in the exam. Oh, dear God. You mean the prisoner that was there for killing millions? No, 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 no not, not that guy. When they made it to the final part of the exam and they had to fight, and the only rule was that they couldn't kill someone, and then Lumi tells Killua or something, and he murders the old guy that oh, he's fighting. Oh, that guy, yeah, that That's old guy. Yeah. So, okay. are we going to spoil oh. this for Gordon Ham, or? Go ahead, whatever. He says okay. yes. So, spoilers. <laughs> he killed Bodoro because Lumi put a needle in him a long time ago that makes him obey uh, the wishes of his father and his brother. Which is to, you know, oh, back away from a fight, uh, when it, you know, it seems like you're over your head and do what me and dad tell you to do. And so since Alumi was, uh, you know, staring at him with Nen eyes, it was like, yo, kill that dude. Or and he was like, uh, no, you, you can't, you can't pass this, this exam. You don't need to be in this exam. You don't need to be a hunter. That influenced Killua to kill Bodora. And yeah. two. That's um, why his dad said. That's why his dad said in the in the art, or like when he was leaving, that he'd come back again. Because he's his son. Because he could just tell him mm-hmm. to come back. But uh, one thing you have to keep in mind too is Gon has shown himself multiple times to be a tremendous hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Like you can't take anything Gon condemns seriously, because what's not okay for someone else to do is suddenly okay when he or his friends do it. Yep. Yeah. And maybe that's just. Like because of his worldview, that's because he's 12, 13 years old, or it's just because he's a huge hypocrite. Yeah, and I mean, it, the, the, there is a scene. I think it's probably one of the probably more powerful, but that happens during the Chimera and Arc, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he is not like to prove like that this kid is still like he's willing to kill more than willing to kill if yeah. he does not get what he wants. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a yeah, scene where he's com- sure. he's confronted he's confronted with someone that like. Someone that like is might be an enemy, but could be useful, and yep. he that person is currently distracted, and he's like, "I will kill you right now if you do not help me." Mm-hmm. And like he has to get calmed down before shit goes awry. I mean, he's a complete total dick to. He's a complete and total utter dick to you know his friends at times too. Like yep. he's like, must be nice. Like, there's just... a, there's an oh, there's an example in the Yorkshire arc when Nobunaga is holding both of them captive, and Killua starts to go down that road where he starts thinking about sacrificing himself so that Gon can get away, and that part of himself is fighting with the part of himself oh, that's basically the needle, mm-hmm. and Gon is just like, don't get depressed. Um, only I'm allowed to do this. Like, don't do anything stupid. It's just me that's allowed to do stupid stuff. And this, that's like a very simple example of his own hypocrisy and selfishness. And yeah, 
And it's too easy to get caught up in, okay, Gon is a fun, dumb, lovable character, and not also see how immature both of these characters are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gon especially. Like, Killua's been through a little bit more, so his his thought process is a lot deeper and a bit stronger. But really, we, as much as we've been exposed to Gon, we don't know very little. We don't know very much about him. And of course, that's probably down to, like, we don't know who his real parents are, like how we know who Killua's real. We know both of his parents. And we can look at Killua and his background and the people that he's biologically related to. And we can say, okay, yeah, this is why he acts like this. But when it comes to Gon's parents, Jin and Mysterious Woman, pretty much we know, okay, Gon is flighty and he doesn't make any sense 90% of the time because, like, this dude is his father. But aside mm-hmm. from that, like, we have no idea what his mother was like. We assume his childhood oh. was happy. He seems like a happy kid. Well, um, then Mito gets some fucking blame for that, though. I mean, Jin left him when he was little, so at th- that point he was out of the life, right? Yeah. And then Mito like, kind of raised him on his own, or not on her own, so she basically had the most influence on the way he lives. Because he always, I mean, he did bring up, like, the fact in the very first uh, chapter, or Mito I can't remember what chapter was. Mito and the forest raised him, yes. Right. And the grandma. He brings up that whole entire... Yeah, the grandma. I forgot about her. She she kind of raises him, too, but when he, he brings up, like, the whole entire, like, well, Mito said that if you really want to get to truly know someone, like, see that person fight and shit like that. So clearly he has very, like, strong values based on her point of views. She's also so she, I feel out, like she deserves... How she's a very wrong person, like, <laughs> yes. in the head well, yes. sometimes. Mm-hmm. She's like, I was just about to say, like, that. then you have to, like, then you understand where he's coming from, where she's I in love with her cousin. Kid, I took this kid from his father because I'm screwed up, and I hate him because... Like he had the nerve to be sexually attracted to be sexually attracted to someone that wasn't me, and her protectiveness is also like pretty fucked up. Like I need to take care of this kid because Jen is gonna screw him up, but then she just goes ahead and screws him up anyway by taking him away from. I mean, his what father. kind of what kind of a woman allows her you know adoptive son or whatever to be out there being a fucking whore? I don't Wait, think. Wow, well, I don't think she knew <laughs> Where did that. We go? I don't know, I was talking about like him being a ladies' man, like getting all the women's or whatever. Because she was working at the bar mm-hmm. that no one visits. And being a, he okay, was fine, out. being a, basically a gigolo. If that's he was an, he's an escort. escort. Yes. Okay, escort. So we don't know yeah, that he's a gigolo. Like, clearly, okay, he, so he was an escort. He's out so there kind of, with like, you know, no parental supervisement and no no friends around his age. So he's free to just do whatever. And he clearly discovered cougars. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like he's, they're, I mean, they're all fucked up. Everybody in this in this manga is fucked up. Yep, and said it before. And the sooner you shit. realize that, it's it's so yeah. much easier. Yeah, once you realize that every single character in his story ain't shit, things make a lot mm. more sense. Um, the next so, part yeah. of his email goes up. I also am not a fan of what seems like lack of known direction with the characters from the beginning up to Great Island. Like how Gon and Killua don't have what seemed like was going to be pushed as iconic fishing poles and skateboards anymore. Same for Kurapika's nunchuck sword things. And now they're finally getting their personal man abilities. And I guess Killua is going to be into yo-yos now. Whatever. I assume you were supposed to scoff and then say whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Basically, that there was... They needed weapons to fight 
because they didn't have any abilities, and now they do. So who cares? Yeah. Characters I mean, change over fish time. Very often. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what he's saying. Like he's not a fan of the fact that they don't have a fishing pole and a skateboard. Is that what he's saying? I guess when people have weapons in mm-hmm. other shows, they tend to stick mm-hmm. around. Like, if someone is a swordsman, they're going to yeah, be a swordsman. Yeah, but, like, Goku, like, somebody, had that pole, somebody, and then he eventually didn't have a pole. Yeah, right. Like, he grew up. He no longer needed the Nimbus Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, he could just fly on his own. Uh, so I mean, from the very beginning in the manga, the, the fishing pole was used as a tool to devise his also method of thinking. Also, it's supposed to be, like, something connected to his father. Right. Right, like, how were you supposed to, like, actually legitimately fight with that? Like, he didn't use it to... I guess he kind of did in the in Heaven's Arena for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But after that, like, once he figured out, oh, hey, I can just punch people with my <laughs> fist. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, why would you need a fishing pole? And it's just, it's... If anything, it shows that the characters are constantly improving on themselves. And that they're not just going to stick to, oh, now I have to figure out how to use a skateboard. Like Bart Simpson in the fucking Simpsons game, like as a weapon. I like that they're everybody basically has new weapons, like except Leorio, I guess. They basically thrown the old stuff out. It's like, okay, I've thought of an ability and what I think works best with that ability. Like mm-hmm. Kurpika and his chains. Like he went out and bought a chain and is like, Okay, this is what I'm doing. Killua like, loves this we chain. Know, I guess just had yo- a yo yo. And he's like, oh, this is a childhood toy I had, so why not? Like, you can see that everybody's abilities is something close to them. Or something that they, they liked. Mm-hmm. Or that they think works really well. And I like that sort of thing. Like, where the characters have the ability to go, okay, for what I want to do, this fishing pole clearly is not it. And plus, like, he has more mementos of his dad now. He has a whole video game that he's playing currently in the show like he doesn't need his fishing pole to think of to connect himself to his father not to mention if he keeps going you know like with the the increase of power levels if you will of different people he's gonna be fighting like eventually that thing is gonna break and since it is like you know a valued treasure you should probably keep that at home okay so the last part of his email is about ideal english voice actors and i don't even know <laughs> really, he I, I, made a cast for the Hunter Hunter movie by mistake. Yeah, I guess, cool. but I I don't know who Dot Dan Goodman is. I I think it's supposed to be John Goodman. I assume. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know how that would work physically, but whatever. I can't say anything though because I don't know shit about. <laughs> I think he's done voice acting before. So John Goodman? Do you not know yeah. who John Goodman? No, like. I'm saying, like, I can't say anything about him messing up, because I don't know anything about actors. Oh, well, he was in uh, Emperor's New Groove, and he did a good No, job. no, I know who he is, yeah. but I'm saying. He, no, no, yeah, I can't, but, I mean, I can't get mad at Gordon Hamm messing up yet. No, no, I understand. I'm just saying, like, oh, he did okay. a good job. John Goodman did a good job being a voice actor. I have nothing against him. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's good to go. It's just, it seems like a very interesting choice for Gone. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, all of these, all of these actually, like, all of these are actually kind of interesting because um, Leorio yes. being voiced by Danny DeVito. Uh, <laughs> sure, I, 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 Lucy Liu. <laughs> I guess. And then Kurapika is that Korean girl from Ca- Cloud Atlas. Whoever that is, yeah, I don't remember her. her name. I didn't see that movie. 
and Uma Thurman as Ahsoka because <laughs> yeah. I, whatever. I'm like, is this like a jab at her for being old now or something? Like, what is this? Bay Donna is that woman's name from Cut Atlas. Oh yeah, she was um in the host as the Archer sister. Yes. If you I haven't remember. seen that movie so long. I haven't seen that. Yeah. She was the only one with the bow and arrow. I think she was also in one of Park Chan-wook's movies, but I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. She was in Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. She was the the, actor's the crazy girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh, yeah. her! The one that gets electrocuted until she pisses herself. Thank you. Yeah, that like, one. You just yeah, that one. I remember that one. <laughs> Vividly, I remember Bring that. Back the I remember that more than a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? And then he asked for a link movies, to... Um, I'm sorry if I ruined it for you. I should have seen it by now, because it came out 11 years so, ago. Um, he asked for a link to the SciShow Wagu site, because, I don't know. Uh, uh, I you right, you can, you can redact that. I already gave that to him. Okay. That's it, to his email. So yeah, the long and short of this whole email is the um, Chimera Ant arc is available digitally and physically... Please buy them and read them so you don't ask obvious questions. Or not. You could just don't ask the questions. I was like, or, I mean, you could wait until the anime. I mean, it's kind of interesting to, to get someone's perspective that hasn't read that arc completely. And then we get these kinds of questions, and it's like, okay, I guess I could see where you're going with it, but at the same time, no. <laughs> yeah. Because it completely completely explains to you about why he does certain things and and something like that. Okay. So we and have... Actually, we have another email, actually, right? Yeah, from a guy named Marlon, who just sent it, like, a second ago. Uh, what's up? Since I've been a huge fan of Yu Yu Hakusho for a while, I finally decided to check out Hunter Hunter. Really? I just started watching <laughs> the show in October, and now I'm caught up with the anime. It's crazy to see how much crap Nudo ripped from this series. I showed the new anime to one of my friends who has read the manga, and he can't understand why it senses out a lot of blood compared to the manga, but then sticks a nitro boost into Soka's gimmick of being a creepy pedophile. <laughs> oh, Japan. I, I agree with him that it pretty much defeats the purpose of trying to keep the show kid-friendly. My joke of a theory was that the producers really want to bring home the message that pedophiles are evil, and they're not only after little girls like we keep seeing in the news that's mostly coming from Osako. Anyway, thank you for the podcast. If you ever run out of guests for your show, I'd be glad to give my input into the discussion. Wakashi out. Ah, I probably should have noticed that first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Stop putting your internet handle at the end of the email. (laughs) No, it's uh, Gmail's fault. No, but like you you could put, because he typed Wakashi out, you could put Wakashi at the beginning. Oh, okay. So you like, can be like, hey, up, it's me, Wakashi. Wakashi. Yeah. I've never emailed you before. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use my real name, please. Um, but <laughs> in terms of, like, you'll be surprised what you can get away with. Uh, in certain places, violence is completely verboten. But, like, you can show all the sex you want. And in other places, sex is completely off off limits, but you can show all the violence you want. Yep. So really, it depends yeah. of, on if you live in the U.S. or the rest of the world. And clearly... Yeah, I was just about to say that the U.S. is, like, sex is a no-no, but you can go ahead and chop someone's head off. It's cool. Yeah. You'd be surprised what you could live through. 
Um, in terms of ratcheting up his pedophilia, like, I don't know, it feels like all that stuff was there. It was there. It's just yeah. way creepier with background music and purple. And beautiful animation. <laughs> and purple with voices and <laughs> li- lip, lip licking. Yeah. And new, all that and stuff new is muscles. Motion. Yeah. From the very like, get-go, I mean, the first image of Ahsoka that we get is him licking his lips looking like... After he just completely chopped the dude's arms off. Like, that's the first, like, bam, this is this character. Stay the fuck away from him if you want to live. Simple as that. You don't get to see him as a possible pedophile until later. Yeah. Oh, right, right. But, I mean, I will say until he faces Gon in the, what's it called, in the, in the, in the trials. I can't get over him stroking the air, though. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of like, kinda, like, reminds I me. I can't of... imagine how that looked from the front. It's like, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes you feel like no matter how far away you get from him, it's never far enough. Mm-hmm. I just imagine he made his penis move in tandem. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Do you remember how we made that uh, joke I would just have to, like, having... applaud him. <laughs> remember how we made that joke about him with his, uh, with his sticky gum or whatever it is, being able to move his penis every single time he did air motions? <laughs> like, that's what you imagine. Like, yeah, he's just doing reps does. with his dick. <laughs> right, exactly. He's just lifting it like, up. If you want to know how he got those extra muscles, cock push-ups. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit, Do you I even cock it. lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, well, if you could look like as good as that, I bet everybody would be doing cock lifting. Like, that would be a thing. <laughs> or diving, whatever. Right. Because <laughs> that, I mean, that just seems like it trying. reads on a on a byline for some news site. Saying, yeah, so the 35th guy this year died trying to lift weights with his cock. <laughs> when are people going to learn? Oh, uh, yeah, we do not uh, promote doing that. Please, this is a, a warning message. Do not try to lift things with your dick. Please don't try to catch the purple aura. Right. We do not want to get sued. But, I mean, the censorship started out pretty strong in the beginning, but now I feel it's a lot more lenient. Uh, and obviously, if they're gonna be animated the Antark, I'm, I'm dying to see how they do some of those things, just because, shit, like, there's a lot, I mean, time even at some point, what's that? I know I said the time slot's the same. Oh, right, right. And, and the, even in the manga, or the manga itself in, in Shonen Jump at some point was censor itself. That was the best part, where all of a sudden there's this black bar, and I'm like, why is it? Oh, oh shit, they're censoring the fact that Killua completely removed some dude's head off. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for emails. Yep. Yeah. So if you're curious, the email address is hxhpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter.com slash hxhpodcast. Facebook.com slash hxhpodcast. hxhpodcast.wordpress.com. Forum, ssanetwork.freeform.org. Phone number is 954-22-77-22. When you call, ask for the Hunter Hunter podcast. The time limit's three minutes. Otherwise, you'll just get okay. call again. Yeah. Yeah, just call back. Yeah. Uh, Doctor, do you have anything yeah. to plug? Uh, the Asperger's Enemy Podcast, uh, SSAPodcast.com, uh, Just a Kintama Podcast, which is at KintamaPodcast.com, and that's about it right now. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing next as far as work is concerned, but I think it's probably end up going to be in, like, I guess tune into Twitch 
Twitch TV, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Professor Doc. I'll be playing video games every Wednesday or whenever I'm testing software, which will end up being Wednesday. So, yeah, that, right. that's pretty much it. So thank you for joining us once again. I don't even know yeah, how you got here. I yeah. assume someone invited you. Someone invited me, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm in this up. Okay. I think we just forgot to kick you out. After <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that probably was the case. Yeah. I just said, like, we're recording at 6. I was like, yep, oh, it's happening. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then I we noticed, I noticed you're still in. I was like, oh, well, whatever. He's, he's, all, he's cool with us. I don't care. I assume, like, you had a conversation on Twitter or something, and I was asleep, I, so I didn't see it. I, I didn't even notice. That's how, that's how it worked last week, but not this week. Oh, okay. Because you didn't ask this no week, problem. right? Oh, no, I didn't even ask. Yeah. So I was like, I was... You know I what, watching JJ Doctor, show. you don't even have to ask. If you just want to be on the show, okay. you just come on the show. You're the okay. producer, goddamn. That's cool. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I like being on different shows so that I don't have to worry about it's like you just show up and like be like yep i'm just a guest i used to enjoy doing that it was fun oh yeah and then now i have to worry all right so thank you guys for listening to this episode of dropping the x episode two slash 63 it kind of sucks but whatever you you listen to (laughs) the show you should be used to it And remember, the climax is a soak's penis. See you guys next week. Yeah.